Hey guys, welcome to You Got This, The Journey. I'm your host, Shannon Andrus. I'm on a journey right now to become the absolute best version of me. I want to find ways that I can improve mentally, physically, and spiritually. So every week, I'm going to open up about my journey and talk about tips and tricks of what's working for me and what's not working for me. I'll also be interviewing guests who will share their stories too. Together, we will inspire one another to become the absolute best versions of ourselves. So join me every week on this journey. And remember, you got this. Hey there, journeyers. <laughs> oh my gosh, I literally feel like I am on a first date right now. Like I am so like nervous, not gonna lie. And this feels pretty foreign to me. And I feel very out of sorts right now. Like I got on here today and I had to like remember how to set everything up, like plug my microphone in. It had a bit of dust and cat hair on it. (laughs) I had to plug in my headset and I'm like, do I know how to record? I had to do a few test runs and make sure like I still had it in me because it's, it's been a while. And I am sorry for ghosting you guys, but I'm also not sorry because I really did need this time for myself. But I'm coming on here to provide some closure, some hope, and talk a bit about You Got This, The Journey, and what's been going on with me and why I haven't been here for two months on the podcast. My last episode was on August 22nd, and that was with my friend Lance Hallaby, where we talked about The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And then after that, I have not recorded at all, and this episode will be coming out on Halloween. So it's been about two months since I've been able to come back on here and talk to you guys. And I just want to share with you what's been going on and why that happened, because it truly wasn't fair to you guys. <laughs> like, I really feel like I ghosted you, and I never, ever, ever would do that, and I didn't mean to. It just kind of happened. And you know, when you stop doing something and it takes you forever to get back to it, that like it lingers and it takes you longer and longer to get back because you kind of get into this rut. You know, it's kind of like when you take a day off from the gym. Okay, you took a day off. And if you just take the day off, you can get back to it. But when you take a few days off, it turns into weeks. And then the gym feels like something brand new. Like that's what this felt like to me. You know, if it really turned into something that escalated to more than I think it should have been. And it became much more scary. I started to doubt myself. Limiting beliefs were creeping in. And I just could not get myself to come here on the microphone and just talk to you guys. And I left without any warning. I didn't do a season two finale. I didn't give you guys a heads up. I, I kind of ghosted from everything. Honestly, I took a break from social media, took a break from being on the podcast. Like I just left and a lot has happened in that time. And I just feel like I need to explain it to all of you because you've been with me on this journey. You've stuck with me on this. This is my baby. I love you got this, the journey. And yeah, I, I owe it to you guys to give you an explanation. So Here we go. Well, first I want to say, actually, no, I'm going (laughs) to, I was going to say why I came on here, but I'll save that for the end. And let's just backtrack to what's been going on. 
So ultimately, I've been thinking a lot about these past two years with You Got This, The Journey, and how much this has played such a big role in my life and the different changes that have happened. And I think towards the end of where I went and took this break and ghosted you guys, we got to think of a better word because I feel like a fuck boy. And (laughs) I don't want to be the fuck boy that, that is like ruining your life that you're just like, and I never heard from them again. And I don't know what I did. I don't know what they're doing, but I need closure. So I have to think of a new word besides ghosted because it's making me feel like I am the boyfriend with like his tail between his legs. I don't know why I'm saying boyfriend, not girlfriend. I guess because I always think like, it's the guy who's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. But, but I am like with my tail between my legs coming back for forgiveness. So I don't know. Maybe I'll think of another word as we're going through. But anyway, I think up until the time of this uh, silence that occurred, I was starting to burn myself out in my creativity. And it's something that I feel like I just am not very fucking good at right? Like it's really hard for me. And, you know, I don't want to be too critical on like why, you know, I think it just happens to all of us, but I will say as an Enneagram three, who's always go, go, going, I want the next best thing. I will work my ass off, not put sleep first, not put anything else first. And I do so much that later I crash and burn. And it's in really every aspect of my life. Like I've seen this in so many different ways. Like I'm just somebody that goes full force. I was actually talking about this with my mom this weekend. And I was saying like, I like everything to be extreme. Like I like to go full out with everything. Like I don't like to do anything half fast. And she's like, you're right. Like when you make spicy food, you go extreme. When it comes to work, you go extreme. And when I come to relationships and I come to projects that I work on, like the nonprofits I've been a part of. Like I just, in every different aspect, I go full extreme. And then at the end, sometimes it's like I end up hurting myself because I didn't remember to prioritize my what, myself in ways to protect my mental health. And I think that's actually what happened with You Got This, The Journey. I think that towards the end, I was getting a bit burnt out in everything that I was doing. Like I was getting a bit tired of interviewing people all the time and having such strict conversations. And don't get me wrong. Like I love all of the guests that I've had. I love everybody so, so much, but I couldn't wait to do the episodes with my sister and with Lance because they were so freeing and we were just talking to one another like friends. Whereas the other episodes, I really felt like it was an interview. You know, like I had to study all of my guests' backgrounds and understand where they came from and talk to them and ask questions to help get their story out. And that really was work. Like it was time consuming. And I loved it though, because I was learning from everybody. I loved hearing their stories, but at the same time I was getting exhausted. Like, even though there were so many people I wanted to come on the show, it just really started to feel like a job. And this wasn't ever supposed to be that way. Like, yes, it's a job. I take it seriously and I've created a platform with it, but I didn't want it to become like my nine to five where it was just checking off the to do's coming on here because I felt like I had to or interviewing people, but not fully being in it. And so when I interviewed Casey and Lance, it really felt like a release of like, yes, like this is the fun, like podcasting life I was looking for. And granted, I might've been doing it to myself with those previous guests where I was making it a bit 
too strict and doing too much research. I mean, I think you should do your research, but maybe I wasn't allowing myself to just have a fun conversation with new people that I'd never met before. So I think I was doing that to myself. The other thing that was going on too was, you know, I decided that fitness and health was becoming like, you know, the huge reason that I was, you know, able to get through my mental health and and I was loving like the way I was feeling and strength. And so I dove into that head first and I went crazy and I became a trainer at F45. I was teaching some mornings at 5.30 a.m., some days at 6.30, some days at 7.30. My sleep schedule is all out of whack. I'm trying to show that I'm into fitness, I'm into mental health and not just show it, like I truly loved it, but it did start to become something that I had to show more, you know, and show up for. And it's draining. It really is. Like, I don't want to sit here and make it a pity party because that's not at all what this episode's meant for, but I just want to explain it to you guys. But so many people would say, I don't know how you're doing everything you're doing. Like, aren't you exhausted? And at the height of this path I was on, I was like, no, I'm loving it. I love everything I do. I love go, go, going. And and I kind of liked having all those things to say that I was doing. You know what I mean? But really what was happening was I was burning myself out and exhausting myself. And let me tell you one of the most exhausting pieces of all this, and I have such a love-hate relationship with this, is social media. I really was having a hard time showing up all the time on social media. And to grow and to get your message out there, it is something that is a bit of a requirement when it comes to creating something like this. You know, it's it's showing up and being ready on camera to do a video or taking a picture or creating your graphics to post online. And, you know, things that I love doing normally, like working out or, you know, cooking, things that were my stress relievers to help my mental health, I was now documenting all the time. And it's so exhausting. Like instead of me just cooking and throwing the ingredients together. It's like setting the camera, setting the timer and not just being present and doing those things that were helping my mental health so much. And it just was becoming a lot for me. It's not even just the time that you're recording it. It's afterward when you go to make your edits and your voiceovers and it becomes so time consuming. And after that, I was feeling drained. Like I just did so much work instead of it being the release that I had typically turned to it for. So I think subconsciously a lot of burnout was occurring. Now that I've had these two months to reflect and I can look back on everything, I really feel like I was not taking care of myself the way that I should. I think I was just showing up and it started to become a bit robotic in a lot of ways. And it was affecting me in ways that I, I, I didn't realize. And so I recorded this episode with Lance. After doing the episode with my sister, which was so much fun, I decided to do it again with my friend Lance and I had a blast. Like there was nothing like, like, I don't know. There were, there were no rules with the episode with him. You know, it was just so fun us bullshitting together. We laughed our asses off. Like I couldn't help, but like have to stop and laugh and like wipe my tears when I was editing the episode that him and I did because it just was so much fun. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I was also trained for the half marathon. So I'd be like running all day, then work, (laughs) whatever. Anyway, sub piece I forgot to mention. But the episode with Lance was so much fun. And after that, I think like having that release of creativity and laughter and just really like being there present with him and everybody else, I didn't know how to come on here again. 
And I really was struggling and thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I really like that episode that him and I did. Like, is you got this, the journey, the path that I should be sticking on, or should I move to something more freeing? And I really thought about this a lot because that episode had such great success. And the feedback I got from everybody was that me and Lance should just do a separate podcast about the Real Housewives because people had so much fun with it. And hey, that's not off the table. I definitely might do that in addition to this. I just have to get Lance on board. But it did make me think, like, is that going to have better success for me overall where it'll always be freeing and fun and a bit more of a lighter conversation? Because this podcast can get a bit heavy. Granted, that's what I wanted, though. You know, I wanted this to be a piece where I could come on and share my struggles and help others who are struggling with their mental health during this crazy time that we're living in right now. And so, yeah, it's a bit heavy, but I asked for that. And I like doing it because I know it's helping somebody out there. But I was going through this tennis match in my brain of like, okay, like, is this still the path that we should be on? Or have we you know, moved on from that? Was that a season of your life and it's time to move to something more fun? Because clearly the podcast and different episodes like this, you know, has has been something that you've been enjoying, like coming on here, recording and creating the format and outline and everything. But maybe you just have to do it in a different light. And so that was something I was struggling with. And so to come back on here and think of an episode, it was like, after having that much fun, do I really want to provide them with a checklist and how to's and be educating everybody on everything when I was just exhausted and feeling a bit of a high and feeling good after the episode with Lance, you know? So that was a struggle. Ultimately though, what triggered this for me was the month of August was a rough month for me. And I'm not going to go into details with this. And I have to say, this is one of the things I struggle most with, with You Got This, The Journey. Like, I want to come on here and tell you guys everything that triggers me and upsets me and puts me through some of my worst spirals. But unfortunately, the aftermath of that is that I end up hurting myself even more because of relationships that are hurt by that conversation. And so to protect my mental health, I didn't feel safe coming on here and talking about all the different things that triggered me. And I'm not going to do that today because I did that in season one where I thought if I didn't say people's names, if I opened up to you all about things I was struggling with, that would be okay. And it wasn't okay. It ended up putting me into a deep spiral of anxiety when people were pissed at me for shit that I brought up. And so I kind of promised myself I wouldn't do that again because it's not worth it. It's not worth telling this story on here to then end up hurting myself and putting myself into like a dark place. You know what I mean? But long story short, I was struggling career wise. I was struggling personally, you know, with different things that were going on with like friendships and stuff. And then with my career, I stopped being a coach at F45, not going to go into that. And then with my full-time career, that was on the up, but it was taking up all of my time and I was trained. So overall, I had really bad anxiety and it triggered me to where I was really upset. And I just didn't know how to come on here and talk to you guys about it. Because again, like I don't want to hurt anybody by saying the things that trigger me. 
And I know that the result of that is going to make those triggering moments linger more because I'll have to have more conversations and I could end up hurting somebody by saying how they triggered me. And I don't ever want to do that to anybody either. So I just sat back and said, how the fuck do I go on there? Because it also felt fake if I just came on here and was like, life's going great. Let me give you some tips and tricks about end of summer, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, I'm at home having to deal with some really, you know, mentally tough things. And I've been, you know, crying and and not, and I wasn't doing well. And I don't want to come on here and be fake. So unfortunately, what I ended up doing was just not coming on here at all. And I just fully decided to take a break. And I think when I went through those like triggering moments in my life in that month, it really made me doubt myself and question myself in ways that like, (laughs) I did not think I was going to cry. Like in ways that were really hard for me to deal with. Like it made me think like, you know, I've been working so hard on myself, like, have I actually made progress? Am am I a good person? You know, is this all like for nothing? Like what have I been doing? And I just started to doubt everything. Oh my God. I got to get together. I fucking hate my voice when I cry. I hate it. (laughs) It cracks. It gets like gross and weird. I'm like, so just, um, um, but I just really doubted myself. Like I really was starting to think like, who, who do I think I am? Like, have I really changed for the better? You have, I really improved myself. Like, am I really a good person? All these things were playing in my head, like, like dark demons of thoughts, you know? And, um, I really had to like focus on myself and I couldn't come on here because I felt like I've been trying to help people. And am I really somebody that can help people? You know, like, and I just so doubted everything I've been doing these past two years and, and doubted the way I had been treating people and relationships. And I just started to overall just like doubt the path I was on. And I was like, so angry, you know, cause it's like, I feel like And I don't know, this might sound weird to some of you, but it's like, I felt like I'd been doing so well and like the universe was like rewarding me in so many ways. And I felt like everything was working the way it should. And now like, it was like everything just like blew up in front of me and it just was so hard. So I needed to like fully take a step back because not allowing myself to like sit in those emotions, deal with them in therapy, spend time with loved ones, like spend time with Kyle and just allow myself to like really like feel these feelings and like understand who I am again. Like I had to do that before even coming on here because if I didn't take that time, I would never be dealing with those like hard moments I was going through. And so I would just be on here like a fake. And and that has never been what I want to do to you guys. Like this is always been meant to be a open and open, oh my gosh, a open and open and honest journey with all of you. And if I couldn't show up talking about what I was going through, then I just didn't want to show up at all. So I I took a break and I fully actually reset my life. And 
I do have to say, like, as much as there was some hard things going on, there were some great things happening with my full-time job as well. Like, I was traveling for work again. I was literally doing speaking engagements every single day. And so I think I got new motivation in my career that, quite honestly, I'd been lacking. Like, you know, when you've been doing your job for a while, it just kind of is like, a path of the same thing. And every day is just the same day to day. And, you know, it's like, I still love my job, but there was nothing that was exciting me. I was just like doing everything that I was already doing, you know, and new opportunities were coming up in the month of August. And like I said, I was able to travel and do those speaking engagements. And so that kind of took priority. And I thought, maybe you got this, the journey isn't what I need right now. And maybe I need to focus on my full-time job and really dive into what's being presented to me right now, you know? And that's something that I think we all need to do. And I'm proud of myself for doing that was like, I allowed myself to deal with the hard times and not force myself through something that didn't sit right. And I also accepted the new opportunities coming in. If we're too rigid and strict with ourselves on what we should be doing, we could be blocking things that we need. So I had to allow myself and not set up this block with you got this the journey. I had to allow myself to really sit and and deal with what was happening and focus on what was clearly being presented to me as the opportunity in that moment and at that time. And so I focused on my career a lot and I changed my whole life in, in, in ways that I haven't done since I started you got this the journey. So I mentioned, you know, I'm no longer a coach at F45 and I honestly am so happy with the timing of when it happened because I really was burnt out and I decided to do a full revamp of my fitness journey. Like I was like, you know what? This is maybe an opportunity for me to restructure the way I've been doing things. Like maybe this is what I needed to find my love and passion for fitness again and do it in a way that's going to be serving me more than it has been because I was just going through the motions, I think. Like I love working out, but I don't know. I think that in some way I was just trying to see a positive. Like I think that the universe could be telling me I need to take a break and look at this differently. And at the same time that all of this happened, and you know, now that I'm thinking about this, I think everything does happen in a way for a reason. There was divine intervention here with the way everything happened. But my Apple watch stopped working. I know this is like, okay, yeah, like gadgets like fail all the time, Shannon, like whoop-de-doo, like it's not that big of a deal. But here's why it was a big deal. I lost all the structure I had with everything fitness related. I couldn't track my exercises on my watch anymore. So I couldn't see my calorie burn, the time that I did, the types of workouts I did, my friends' workouts, my mom's workouts, you know, all that stuff. And it completely disconnected me from everything. And it made me realize when my Apple Watch broke that I was way too connected at all times. We'd go for a walk with Hooch and we would just want to be outside, enjoying the fresh air, enjoying, you know, being out in nature. And I'd still have this device on my hand alerting me when I got a message, a phone call, a ping and tracking my every movement. So I never was fully disconnecting myself. And so I decided to allow that to happen. You know, I, I could have gotten it fixed. I could have gotten a new one for sure. But I thought, let's see what life is like without being on all the damn time. 
So I allowed myself to not have that in my workouts. And with my workouts, I decided every day to go back to how, when I first started my fitness journey, how I would just do things that felt right for me. So if it meant getting up at six and working out, great. Or if it meant waiting till six o'clock at night and working out, great. Or if I had time on my lunch break to work out, great. But I, I took away any rules and structure that I had and a schedule. And I just started to every day move my body at the time and pace that I needed to with no tracking whatsoever. I pushed myself as hard as I could without knowing how many calories I burnt. And I didn't judge myself if I felt like I had a great workout, but I didn't see that calorie burn. And that was really freeing. It really was. I felt like that watch was defining my workouts. And who knows, next month I could get a new watch and be like, I've missed this so much and I love seeing my workouts. <laughs> but right now I'm loving it because ultimately I know if I move my body that I've had a successful day. Whereas before I think I was looking at that watch thinking, well, you didn't hit 500 calories. You better go jog it out in place real quick. And you know, I just wasn't moving the way that I felt I needed to. The other thing that I did was this time for workouts that I had now. You know, I wasn't having to be at a specific gym every single day at a certain time. I had a full free schedule to do anything. So I decided to start trying a bunch of different workout classes. I went and tried an Orange Theory class with one of my best friends, and I loved it. It was great. I love running. I love working out. That was a great class. I then went and tried hot yoga, which I'm so proud of myself because I was on my bucket list for 2022. And so that's something that I was able to achieve with this new freedom that I got. Started taking hot bar classes, started doing some more online classes, running so much. I did the half marathon, which I need to update you guys on. Um, I think that would be you know really cool maybe to even just do a full episode on. But my point is that I had no structure. I just started going to new places and trying new things. And let me tell you something. I found a love for new ways to move my body and I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm doing workouts that, you know, yoga, like I find it fascinating when the instructor is talking as we're going through the motions of what's helping your digestive system and the deep breathing that helps me with my mental health. But then the next day I'm doing weights and cardio and I'm just having a lot of fun pushing those boundaries of, you know, what I was doing before and just letting it be free. You know what I mean? And so I really just have been allowing myself to find that love again with my physical health, and I even, you know, decided during this time, you know, I'm going through a hard time. I want to focus on my health in a new way again. I finally found a new doctor and got blood work done and hopefully going to get some answers soon there. And of course, I'll keep you guys updated. Um, but I really have been able to do more for me with my physical health. And so during this time, that's something that I've really made a priority. The other thing that I decided to do was I really just wanted to read more like read a lot more because I, I think I've talked about this on this podcast plenty of times, but reading for me is something that I always feel really good about myself for. Like, I feel like the time spent reading is productive time. I feel like I'm, you know, exercising my brain and helping myself to be smarter and opening like new, like doors inside my brain. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe the creative outlets that I've been missing, it's like, it's freeing them up again. And I didn't have them before. And so 
I've just been taking a ton of time to read and not really watching TV at all. I mean, unless it's with Kyle or if I'm cooking and I have guys grocery games on (laughs) like then, yeah, I watch TV. But otherwise, I've been loving reading books. And because of this, I've now read 12 books, which I know may not be a lot for many people. You know, you guys might be like, okay, 12. I read that like the first month of the year, but okay. But for me, like last year and the years before, I probably only read like five books. Like I haven't always been a reader. It's something I've been getting back into because I'm, like I said, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, But that was also on my list of things for this year was read at least 10 books. So that's another achievement I was able to have when I freed myself was achieving those goals that I had. And it's, it's interesting the more I look at this. Like I'm looking at my list right now and it says, you know, book a new speaking engagement. Well, that ended up happening with my full-time career. It wasn't the original way that I planned to do this, you know, with my bucket list, but that happened. I read at least 10 books. I tried hot yoga. I traveled to a new state. I've been able to do so many things when I stopped putting so many boundaries and like, I don't know, not boundaries, but parameters on myself. And I thought in the past that if I had more structure, it would help to keep me accountable. And this is something where I think I'm 50, 50, because there's ways where I think structure is helpful, but there's other ways where I think it's not. And I'm seeing in the progress I've made with the bucket list that I didn't need the structure and actually taking that away allowed me to do so much more with all those things that I've been wanting to achieve. So yeah, that's been, that's been great. And it's been fun reading. I've been doing like a little book club with one of my best friends who it's hard to keep up with her when she's reading because she's, she's like a very fast reader and she reads a lot. So I, it like motivates me to make time to read every day. And like I said, I feel good about myself. It's relaxing. I get to snuggle with Hooch and I just feel good about myself about the time being spent with that. And I think that's just been a lot of what I've been trying to focus on these past two months is just doing things that actually like feel good for me, you know, not feeling like I have to show up in a certain way or do things or structure, 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 but, you know, just doing what feels right and feels good in that moment. I've continued with therapy. It's been something huge I've been talking about with my therapist, of course, through all this is, you know, you got this, the journey and how it fits into life and, you know, what life's going to look like. And so there's a couple of things I want to talk about with that. So before I get into that, I just kind of want to give the the breakdown of what we just went through. You know, I was triggered and needed to focus on me and I took away boundaries and structure and found freedom in a lot of things and achieved goals that I wanted. And I want that to be a lesson to everybody if you're struggling right now. I think what we do a lot of times is we place unknown mental blocks on ourselves because we're being too strict and hard on ourselves. And instead of us taking a step back, removing something that's no longer serving us, we push through and we just do what we feel like we need to do. But that ends up blocking the things that could be serving us more. So if you're somebody who's been struggling, you're feeling like you're lost or you're feeling like overwhelmed in all the bullshit of life, stop doing your every day. Change it up. Be okay with taking a rest day. Be okay with not being on constantly. Revisit something that brought you joy in the past. You know, when you think of times where you felt your best, what were you doing? And and find that again, you know? So anyway, that's what's been happening the past 
two months for me. And I have to say I'm at a much better place now. I know I was upset before, but it makes me sad when I think about like times that I viewed myself like, and that's why I was getting upset talking about August because I just was so down on myself and it felt hypocritical. I think that's something too I want to talk about is that like, I not only was struggling with those nasty comments and like demons in my head of like saying all those things to myself, but then because of that, it made me feel like a hypocrite. Like I've always educated people, coach clients, talk to people on social media about, you know, like not allowing those negative thoughts to creep in. And I fully was allowing that in August. So I'm like, who the fuck are you to tell everybody to not allow these negative comments to come in when it is literally controlling your life right now to not care what people think and, you know, to allow yourself to just be surrounded by love. And I was like, the opinions of everybody affect me. And so I think it was really, you know, a time where I felt like a hypocrite. So as much as I needed those two months and that time for myself, I also think I was really going into this resistance path where no part of me even thought of trying to come on the microphone of even coming on here and saying, Hey guys, like, I'm just going to talk and see how it goes. You know what I mean? And when you go through times of resistance for too long, they linger and they start to, you know, become blocks. They're not just times of resistance. You completely remove yourself and disengage from the process altogether. And that's what was happening with you got this, the journey, what ended up being, you know, I thought maybe a two week break ended in a three week break and then kept going into, you know, the next month. And then eventually it felt like this has been going on for so long. I don't even know if I should come back on. And I think what also was occurring while I was like working on myself though, was I was starting to evaluate what exactly you got the, the, I can't say it's been a while since I've said it, you guys, you got this. The journey is to me, you know, I was sitting there like, is this something I even want to continue? Like, is anybody listening? Like, am I even helping anybody? Like, is this helping me anymore? Like I just started to really question all of it. And I did speak with my therapist about this a lot. And she, you know, told me like, I need to stop being so hard on myself that it's okay. If you got this, the journey was a season of my life, an amazing season, a season of risk and trust and putting myself out there in a way that I never had before. Like that's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be something that you do forever. You're not contracted, but she also said, you know, you're not saying it's not going to happen again. Like it's okay if you continue this break and return when you need to like stop being so hard on yourself about what this journey is going to look like. And, you know, for me, that's something that's really hard because when I commit to something, I go in at it like headfirst, like fully in 100%. And so if I take a break or if I don't do it forever, like the feelings of failure, embarrassment and shame just really, really start to weigh heavy on me. And then last night, and this is what I was going to say at the beginning, but I said, I'll save it to the end. But me and Kyle were watching TV and he asked me, he said, what's going on with you got this, the journey. And I just started crying and like really, really crying. Like I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I am sobbing right now at you just asking me that, (laughs) but I am just like 
really having a hard time with this. And I just was like voicing all these concerns that I've had lately because I haven't talked about it. I kind of just want to take a break from it. People have asked me like, oh, like I haven't seen an episode. Are you still doing it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just taking a break right now. Like, I don't know. We'll see. And I haven't really spoken about it. You know, I've just kind of left it at that. But me and him like really, really talked about last night and I brought up all these concerns I've had, like where I don't know if I want to continue this. I don't know if like I'm a failure. And there's a lot of times where I feel embarrassment coming on here and being vulnerable and allowing everybody into my life like this. And sometimes I wonder, you know, am I being so vulnerable and it's it's not achieving what I wanted, you know, to help somebody? Is it is it something that's like laughable to people and I shouldn't think of it that way but that that is really what's happening in my head you know and so I was just talking with him and crying about it and he was like you know agreeing with my therapist that nothing has to be set down but he was like why don't you just try it again he's like you know like I used to hear you every day like in your office on your microphone I haven't heard you do that he's like why don't you just try like get into your office, sit at your desk, put the microphone on and start talking and see like maybe you'll get out of your funk and get in it again or maybe that'll give you the answer you need that this isn't something that you want to continue anymore. But why not just get on the microphone and try? And regardless of the outcome, like just be proud of yourself for putting yourself out there, for taking that risk, for doing something that is very scary, you know, take that pressure off yourself and and that judgment. And so I really was inspired by him when he said that. And oh my gosh, am I going to cry this whole episode? (laughs) Holy shit. No, but I really was like inspired by him. And it's so, so important to have like a partner who supports you and encourages you in a healthy way. Like I just am so thankful for him. And it meant a lot that he like encouraged me in that way. And I've thought, you know what? He's right. Like, I don't have to publish anything that I record. I don't have to do anything after recording this. But maybe if I just sat down and spoke again, like, I would find the answers that I needed. And that's honestly why I'm on here today. (laughs) Like, thank you so much, babe, for getting my ass up and helping me with this. Because I think I was like, playing it up too much in my head. Like I was having too much anxiety about like the first time I'd record again, you know, like what would I say and what would it come off like? And would it be weird that randomly I'm just like showing up again, you know? And I think I was just stopping myself because I was judging myself too hard instead of just coming on here and shooting the shit with you guys. Like I always do. And so that's what I did today. I just walked into my office, plugged everything in and said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to start recording. And I am so happy I did. (laughs) I I am. I really came in here today thinking, I don't know if this is going to continue. I, I really don't. And now I know that I can, and I will. And it just took me just to do it, to take action and stop waiting on motivation and this is a concept I hear people talk about a lot is the the fact of like, do you wait for motivation to take action or does action give you motivation? And I think I've seen a lot in my life that you need to take action and not wait on the motivation. Your motivation comes from that action that you're taking and it grows from there. 
And so I'm happy that I took action today and I, I showed up here today and I was vulnerable with you guys and shared everything. And I'm sorry for being the fuck boy, <laughs> terrible ex that ghosted you, but I hope you guys can forgive me and stick with me on this journey. And I hope that you know that, you know, the break that I took was needed for my journey. And like I've told you and promised you from the start, I would always be open and honest. And part of that was being honest with myself and what I needed in that time in my life, you know, but I'm here, you guys, I'm back. And thanks for sticking with me and being patient. And, you know, I think I've, I've learned from this time that I also want to move forward into you got this, the journey with out having any rules you know like I feel like in the past I was very strict on like every other episode like a single episode or solo episode (laughs) it's not single (laughs) single fuck boys I'm just thinking of like all relationship terms here (laughs) no but a solo episode then an interview episode solo interview solo interview and it was pretty strict on like that format and I think going forward I just don't want to do that I just want to come on here and continue to share my journey if I have guests that are going to come on and I'll interview them and talk with them great but I'm not going to make it this routine of having to like hunt down guests to come on here and make it so strict. Like, I think I just want this to be a bit more freeing and share a bit more with you guys, my journey, um, you know, not feel like I have to take away from that if needed. I don't know. And I hope this is helping you guys. And I hope it's inspiring you to take action because I can say from experience of you guys sitting here with me and taking action with me that it really has helped a lot. All right. So before we go into, you know, my typical closeout, you guys just love hearing <laughs> that classic saying, you know what it is. But before we get into that, kind of want to rev you up for some conversations I'm planning on talking about with you guys. So next week, I want to talk about my very first bachelorette party that I had. You guys had to have seen all the pics on social media that I was posting. I did goat yoga. I went to this very fancy French restaurant. It was my family bachelorette that I did. Um, I have another one that I'm doing with my friends later this year, but my first bachelorette was my family one and it was a blast, but I kind of figured I'd talk about that and give you guys wedding updates and talk a bit more of all of that process. So if you have any questions, you guys know I post on my story all the time asking for your questions and wanting you to help give me ideas for what to discuss. If you have them, send them my way. Either just direct message me or wait for those questions on my stories and please participate. I will answer everything, which with bachelorette parties, that can be a bit scary. <laughs> no, but I um, am excited to share a bit more of that with you guys and talk a bit more about wedding planning in general. Um, nothing crazy has happened. I am not very into this. I just can't wait to get married and it feels so freaking far away. But I guess there have been some updates on things that I booked and things I've done and I could just go over tips and tricks of what's been helping me to stay organized and not have anxiety because I was worried planning this pretty big event, you know, <laughs> could give some anxiety, but it hasn't. And so I'd like to share tips on that and talk about the very first bachelorette party. So send me your questions, you guys. And also, I'm going to ask you a favor. I do these episodes And a lot of times I question if anybody's there, if anyone's listening, or if I'm just here on my own crying (laughs) and laughing and talking and shooting the shit. 
So I would appreciate it if you guys heard this episode and there was something that you liked about it or something that you didn't like about it, or I don't know, just if you could give me your feedback, I'd appreciate it. I would love to see a message from you guys letting me know what you thought of this episode and and how it made you feel and having me back on here, how that's been. And I don't know, it would help me a lot because I was lacking confidence and trust in myself to do this again. So I am going to be a bit vulnerable and ask you to send me some words of encouragement to let me know that this isn't for nothing and that I should keep on on going with it. All right, you guys. So before we close out today's episode, I'm going to let you all uh, have a nice quote and expiring quote before we uh, close out. So I really like this quote today because I felt like it really helped with the parameters I was talking about, you know, how I was being so strict on myself and not allowing myself to just have fun and acknowledge all the good that has happened. So here it is. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Winston Churchill. I love that because success isn't final and failure is not fatal. And it's the courage to continue that counts. Like the courage to get on here again and talk to you guys and not feel like everything is so black and white. Like I've either failed or I've succeeded. It's just being here and being able to show up and continue. So I don't know. It really resonated with me and I hope it resonates with all of you too. So I'll see you guys next week for another episode. I miss you. I love you. And I'm so happy to be back here again. And again, shout out to my honey for getting me on here and (laughs) helping me through this funk. But you guys, I'll see you next week for another episode of You Got This, The Journey. But until then, always remember through every high, every low, every positive, every negative, every up, every down, whatever it may be. Always remember, you got this.